Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to a well-deserved return to Emma Birthday, the podcast. As you can tell, I have been out for the last two months and that over these last two months, it has been just being straight up over the last, these last two months, they have been the best two months of my year. I'm just being straight up. And that it has just been very, very amazing. Well, also it has been a time of rest and then also a time of rest and refresh, right? And so, yeah, I am back. Episodes will be dropped every single week. So continue to tune in. And I hope that over these past two months that you have been able to go back and listen to other episodes. All right, so y'all, before we hop into today, I just want to say thank you to every single person who has listened, but then also any person who is coming to listen, so any new person, and that over the past, these past two months, there has been a thousand lis- listeners, and that that is a pretty amazing big deal, and so thank you, thank you so much to every single person who's listened, but also above that, I'm just so thankful to God in that Every single seed that he grows produces like a mighty, mighty harvest, right? And so when I'm thinking about mighty harvest, I also think about something that a script, like a part of scripture that I've been reading this week, which is within Hebrews 12 of like, no discipline seems good within the moment, but at a, at another time it produces a harvest of righteousness, right? So yeah, he's so good. He's so cute. He's so crazy. I'm talking about God. I ain't talking about a man. <laughs> All right. So over these over these months I've been thinking about different habits and everything that I have I have started and also habits that I have not started. So beginning of this year, one of the biggest things I wanted to do was being be consistent in exercise, right? And I I said, okay, 3 to 4 days out this week, I'm going I'm going to commit and exercise all throughout the week, right? Y'all I'm going to be so straight up with you. That has not happened. Like, I'll have a week where it's a good three days. Then i have another week where it's not, right? Or just being consistent even with eating habits, right? Like watching what foods come into the house, what foods leave the house, things like that, right? I realized I haven't been consistent in. And so instead of focusing so much on how can I get to this with this goal weight of like losing 10 pounds or how can I get to this and that or whatever, I've had to kind of realize for myself is like, okay, if I'm in a cycle or there are habits that continue to repeat, right? I need to figure a way of how to get out, right? And that's going to be the title topic for today. How do you how do you get out of cycles, right? Some of us are in cycles and we don't know it. Whether this is a terrible relationship, whether this is the man that we continue to go back to because he's so fine or whatever, or even this can be being grounded in a church or anything that God has not sent you to and you're scared to leave or whatever and plant a church yourself, but you really don't know how to do it, right? All right, so whether all right, so whether you're in a cycle and you realize it or not, or you do, this episode is for you, honey, all right? And so the first thing about realizing of being in a cycle or whatever is that you need to realize that you are in it. If you if the same person continues to stay around or you keep going to the same person, that is a cycle. That is a cycle. When we think about cycles, it's something that's repeated. If it continues to repeat, if it continues to happen, it's more than just a habit. It's a cycle, right? So say for instance, you really, really keep saying that I'm not going to keep going to the same type of person, right? I don't know about you, 
But I constantly see this meme or it's not me, whatever the word is. But, you know, like basically like when you see something on Instagram or something like that, and it's like words on just like just black and white. It's basically that. Right. I see that. I constantly see one of those. And it says you keep dating the same the same person. But you but it's just it's just like you keep dating the new person, but still the same person. So what does that mean? It means like we date the people who like we're used to or whatever, but nothing changes. It's not because there's a, it's a problem with somebody else. It's a problem with us and what we, what we want. For instance, I'm speaking specifically to ladies, like you are what you attract. I'll never forget years ago when my brother actually was one of the men who said that to me. And I was like, oh, how dare you say that? I got so offended. Yet now when I think about that saying, it's actually very true. Y'all, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you are a woman, you are chasing after God. When you are a woman and God is just all you want. He's your first love. And you know that, of course, you do have this desire to get married, but you are not going to settle for less. You you are not going to attract certain type of men, right? And so for some of y'all, you might have a dude. He keeps coming around and around and around. And you keep asking yourself, why does he keep coming around? The question to ask is not that but the question to ask is why do I keep allowing him in right and for some of us we may have like a heart problem or whatever and we might not realize it's a heart problem and so if you don't know if the if you if what if you don't know why you keep going back to this person or whatever I encourage you to rest on Jeremiah 17 but then also Psalms 139 right so specifically within Jeremiah 17 it says in verse 9 the heart is more deceitful than anything else and incurable who can understand it in 10 I the Lord examine the mind I test the heart to give to each according to his way according to what his actions deserve he who makes a fortune unjustly is like a Patridge that hatches eggs it didn't lay in the middle of his life his riches will abandon him so in the end he will be a fool if we go up a little bit within within eight it says he will be like a tree planted by water it sends out its roots towards a stream it doesn't fear when he comes and its foliage remain remains green it will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit and then you read Psalms 139. We're just going to read three um, for time's sake. You observe my travels and my rest. You are aware of all my ways. And this is speak. This is David speaking about the Lord within Psalms 139. Then Jeremiah, someone who, of course, was like very heavily persecuted during that time, but a prophet who was greatly used by God. That's Jeremiah who wrote that, right? So you have these two you have you have these two people who of course live for God and love God and everything and they and they both said this, right? And it's and when we think about it, it's like all of us, we all have different things that we don't trust God with. Y'all, for some of us, it can be our singleness. We can be like, Lord, why hasn't this happened yet? Abba, uh, which means father. Abba, I have every single person around me who is bearing a child, but I'm not. And doctors might say you're infertile, but God, what God says is completely different, right? It could be that. Or it could be, Lord, you know, my husband and I are just going through it and going through it and going through it. But Lord, where are you at? God is a redeemer. He will redeem. And when he, and when he started, he will finish it unto completion. So like don't lose faith in that but or also it you could be someone my age where it's like ah, god you know you keep real i keep getting a lot or not a lot but i keep hearing about marriage or things like this 
or getting visions of the person I'll marry or what we'll do or prophetic words about, you know, the mission that him and I will accomplish. Is this coming soon? Because Lord, I'm very, very content in you. Like, I'm very, very content. But do I really have to become a wife one day? You might be that, right? And so with all of us, we got to realize how to trust in God, but then also realize that trusting God does not is not dependent on how we feel. Mm. That is for somebody. Trusting God is not dependent on how we feel, right? When we go back to Jeremiah, when it says the heart is deceitful above all things, there's a reason that he said that. When we, when you think about the heart, right? Out of the heart comes, like out of, out of the abundance of the heart comes all things, right? And so if our heart is so focused on our feelings, if our heart is so focused on what he did to us or what she did to us or what our parents said we are or, or even an old teacher or anything, if our heart is more what's the word, like more focused on what they said or more grounded, that's the word, more grounded on what they said versus what the word of God says, then that's a heart problem, right? And so that's really the first point of basically like what I said these last three minutes of do not trust in your heart, right? And another verse that comes to mind is something I speak of like, do not lean on your own understanding for the like trust like like do not rely on your understanding right so it says trust or and it also says do not rely on your own understanding within that verse right and so don't rely on how you feel stand on who you know stand on the word of god quick point for some of us when we do not understand why we aren't married yet or when we don't understand why we aren't pregnant yet or if we don't understand why someone died or Whatever the case is, do not stand on your situation. Because when we stand on our situation, it shows a lack of trust in God. But also it shows that we do not have a solid foundation in who Christ is. I think about within Luke um, really quick when I speak. I think about within Luke when it says, when it talks about the man who dug his foundation. Like he, he based his foundation on a very solid foundation versus on a, like the sand, right? Like what do you think happens when you base your foundation on sand, which is feelings for which is feelings or whatever within within this case that I'm talking about right now, versus when you f- base it on something else, right? How do you think it's going to stand, especially in times of storms, right? All right, and so that's something to do if you're get, if you're trying to get out of a cycle. Now, something else to do if you're trying to get out of a cycle. You ready? Something else that you should probably do if you are trying to get up out of a cycle is put up roadblocks. Mm. If there is not something to do, y'all, put up roadblocks, please. And I'm not saying this as someone who is perfect. I'm not saying this as someone who has been like, like I'm not like I'm not perfect. But y'all, just put up roadblocks and let me tell you why. It is very hard to slip deeper into sin. And I'm going to use a situation of like having premarital sex, sex outside of of marriage, right? Or even having any sinful sex, like having sex with just not the person God intended you to be, right? And it's not within covenant. It's not within marriage. So it is very hard to slip up if a roadblock is already there. It is very hard to not go farther with a male when you've already put in systems. Y'all, I'm going I'm going to talk about sex real quick. When putting up a roadblock of sex, it will save you from so many things. Y'all, y'all, 
let me tell you, when you establish a system or whatever, right, to say, I'm not going to go farther than this, or you establish a system that says, um, the, the Lord, my God is my refuge, or you have whatever verse that you go back to when you really want to have sex with a man, or you want to go back to who you used to be or whatever, right? When you have a system that you have, that you have in place, it doesn't, it's not in a way like, oh, like your, every, your desires or whatever go away, but it helps you to not slip and fall, right? It's like, Y'all, just just put in systems. And then also when we put in systems, it's going to bring more glory to God, right? Because people are going to start to see something different about you. Y'all, people should see something about you. If you are a person and you have declared, of course, like Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, like you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and everything, right? If you have done all of this and everything and you are a Christian, which that's, of course, how, if you are a Christian, then you should have up roadblocks. Why? Because sin is real. But then also, yes, God loves us and chases us, but the enemy chases us as well. You are a woman and you are doing your thing. Like you're going to school or you're focused on your career or you're focused so much on God's ways more than you're thinking about your thoughts, your desires or whatever, right? You think that the enemy is not going to come after you? You think that it's just going to be easy or whatever? <laughs> No, it's not, but it's okay that it's not because God is who he says he is, but then also we got roadblocks. So, uh, so a few practical tips of how to put a roadblock, right? If you don't want to, you know, have sex again until you're married or you just, you, or maybe even, um, you're indecisive. You don't know if you want, you like, you really don't know if you don't want to have sex again until you're married, right? So some things that I do is like, number one, if you are a male, you are not allowed in my bedroom. I do not enter men's bedrooms. Like, I just don't. Like, I don't. Like, say if I was at somebody's house, like, something to do is, like, you you do not, you should not enter his bedroom. Like, you shouldn't. But then also, if a dude was to come around my house, which, y'all, I live with all Christian girls in my house. I don't even know how he, he could even get that far <laughs> up the stairs. But just in this situation, you know, like, I'll have that roadblock of he does not. Another roadblock that I have is... Oh, what's another roadblock? I don't know why this is hard to think of. Or, mm, what is another roadblock that I have? Uh, Or another roadblock that I have, and this is just me personally. If I don't like you, I'm going to give you a look to show you that I don't like you. And I'm not trying to say this in a rude way, but I'm just a person like, even when a dude, like, he looks good, whatever, and he looks like he's about to start something or he want to start something, and you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying when I say this. It's like, when a dude look like he want to start something or whatever, I'll give him a look like I'm not it, you know? And this doesn't have to be, like, a really rude or nasty look because it's not, but it's just like, mm, you know, like, when they say something out their mouth, like, mm, yeah, give him a mm, look. You, I mean, you can do that if you want to. If not, okay. But that's just personally something I do. That's that's just a roadblock. Um, and that gives a lot of dudes away, which is pretty nice. All right. And so that's something else. And for you, maybe a roadblock looks like something like you don't text a dude after a certain type of night or I don't know, maybe you fast from men for like five months. That could be you. All right. And so to, to close, uh, basically like a wrap up of the last two points is set just the third point, which this is the third point, right? So set up a system for how you will maintain this cycle. This is huge. This can come in the form of accountability partners. This can come in the form of having a Bible verse when you want to have sex again or 
you have like you have a Bible verse to go to or also when I don't know the enemy he can he can just come come at night you know so say for instance if you're used to having sex a certain time of the night or whatever or whatever time that you used to have sex right or if or even if you used to watch porn because having sex before marriage and porn it's the same thing sin is all sin is equal right so have a system whereas you have a certain bible verse that you go to in those moments when your your body or your mind or whatever is used to doing this right it's just like I remember, so so I graduated from JMU. I remember when I went to JMU, I had this health class that took, right? Story time real quick. So I remember when I went to JMU and I had this health professor who talked about a friend that she had who used to smoke cigarettes, right? So when this friend used to smoke cigarettes, they would do it at a certain time of the day or they will also just be used to, you know, just that habit of just doing it like the, at whatever time of the day that they smoke cigarettes. Something that this person would do, and this is really going back to the roadblocks thing in the system. Something that this person would do is get a yo-yo, right? And they would just start doing this. Like they, if they would just start doing this, if they were, you know, wanting a cigarette or also just used to having a cigarette within their hand. And I think it was like a year or a couple months and that person completely quit smoking cigarettes. It's because why? What they did was... You know, they they had the desire to quit. That's that's another thing. You need to have the desire to stop doing what you want to do, because mm. the heart is deceitful above all things. Mm. But they, this person had the desire to quit, but then also at the same time, this person put some a system in place for when they desire something. So it's not so much to focus, so something for us to do, it's to not fo- so focus so much on the sin, the desire, but okay, like what systems or whatever am I putting in progress for this to not continue to be a cycle. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that is basically how you get out of cycles. If you have any questions at all, or you really don't understand exactly what I said, or you just really want to have like a certain topic that I speak about, feel free to DM me. My DM is listed within the show notes. Okay. All right, so I love y'all so much. Thank you for tuning back into another episode of Am I Worthy, the podcast. And honey, I will see you next week because I am back. All right, good night, honey. Love you.